3: This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by Sir Geoffrey Boycott, who has a new oh, book yes. out. He told us a few stories from back a in the anecdotes. day. few anecdotes. We had a look at his school report. Um, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did, yeah. We had a birthday spread. Oh, yeah. Which was very uh, exciting. And um, we also had clips some of the clips month. of the month. Uh, and so, well, here it all is.
4: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, Paul, good afternoon, everybody. They're underway at Lord's in the ODI. I hope it lasts a bit longer than Tuesday's one. That was incredible. Honestly, they should have asked, people should have asked for their money back. It was, it was yeah, what was really. the
3: cut-off? I mean, I was, they had like two and there a bit an hours.
4: A, no, there is a you cut don't, off. Get, You don't get a
3: cut-off <laughs> in 50 overs. <laughs> you don't. Two and a bit overs of cricket. Maybe they've oh, got to start dear.
4: introducing. Well, it wasn't yeah. great, was it? But what can, you, what can you do? Now, Antonio Conte, he's been talking about some of Spurs' new signings. Yeah. And, uh, he's been talking about Richarlison. Mm. And he said, I've seen a lot of positive things about Richie. He said, Richie is working well. I was thinking. I've never heard Richardson called Richie but then I looked it up and apparently it's because every day at the training ground when people come in he stands there going morning everyone That's <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> <enough> reason <laughs> yeah that'd be great wouldn't it I'd love to think it would I <laughs> think, I'd it think is. that would happen <laughs> it does seem very unlikely very unlikely yes. really and um do you see this blundering, not politics, but this Welsh MP? Oh, yeah. the classic. She basically wished the Welsh uh, women's team good luck in the Euros. Even though they're not in it. But they're not in it. No. Which is fantastic, isn't it? And uh, what, Have you read the excuse, though, Andy? Yeah, it's the excuse. I yes. love the excuse. She says, it was a training exercise with staff from months ago, posted by mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it was. We all do that
3: as a training <laughs> exercise. Don't we come up <laughs> with a sort of spurious post about uh, a what team not only in the what finals? Why do they
4: just say, look, like, oh, I got it wrong? Wouldn't it be more honest? that's yeah. yeah, they're not.
3: Spare a fault for Harry Koppel, Andy. He's a pole vaulter. Yes, I
4: know. I thought he was related to Steve, but he isn't.
3: No, you looked him up, did you? He was off to the World Championships uh, Athletics uh, in Eugene, Oregon, uh, but the airlines have made life difficult for him. They've bent all his poles.
4: It's not ideal, is it, really?
3: It's not great in the world of pole vault to have a lot of bent (laughs) poles. I mean, they naturally bend, don't they? But I suppose they're bending in all the wrong places. (laughs) Although, if he used one and found that it was just fantastic. It, the bent pole was what was holding him back <laughs> from being Sergei Bubka.
4: To be honest, I mean, yeah. you know. British pole vaulters don't tend to do that well, but I mean, obviously, wish should... Oh, God, it well. it right off Right
3: <laughs> Fine bright, ladies and gents of the British important. pole vaulting team. see
4: yesterday, uh, a bloke... This is so typical. This guy was really angry that he went up to Jorginho. Well, he was wait- didn't go up to Jorginho. He was waiting for Christian Pulisic at the Chelsea yeah. training room with two shirts, mm. hoping that Pulisic would sign them. And Jorginho just saw a load of people with shirts, and he just went up and signed no, them. No, I thought it was nice oh, of him. Yeah. The bloke got, really got the needle, which tells you everything. It was so obviously destined for eBay. Yeah. When you bring two <laughs> along and one of them's a Dortmund shirt, you know, yeah. you know, don't you? You think it was one of those, oh, uh, do you? Yeah. yeah Could yeah,
3: you yeah. sign? I mean, often you do sign, or you'll be in the company of, of a sports person and you'll be going somewhere. Mm. And someone will stop me and say, oh, would you mind just uh, uh, signing uh, this picture for me? And then most of the time, the sports person you're with will sign it. And mm. they'll say, oh, and this one. And then you'll okay, get... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, and what about this one as well? Yeah. And, and, you're, and all do you right, want it mate. signed to anybody? No, 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 don't no, put no, any name. No, don't put a name on it. How am I going to sell it like that? Oh, the cat's out the bag. Uh, of course. I went, uh, so, I'll Ben Chilwell, Andy. I wanted to yeah. tell you oh, about yeah, tell this. Me. You might get the listeners yeah. going on something. He took, um, I think on the tour over in the States, he took the uh, the journalists on a, on, on, a, on a tour of his tattoos, which was uh, very nice of him. He, he's got a number of tattoos. Uh, he's got one, two, three and five. The numbers... Um, Embroidered on his red uh, three lions cap, and he I got that, that tattoo.
4: Next year, actually, it should be good. Yeah, We're looking forward to it. It will be nice. It's a lovely tour. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like going on a tour of Martinez or uh, McLaren Island. That little bit of hair they have yeah. at the front. Uh, his left forearm bears the words halfway there. Obviously, further up the arm, it says, whoa, living on a prayer. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But um, they asked him. They asked him why. Yeah. And at the more profound end, yeah. he said, because you never know where you want to be. You're always halfway there. And then he added... I am well over halfway there, to yeah. be really honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: and, the, and after
3: that, he added, and because it's halfway up my arm. Uh, so yeah, he does have a sense it, of yeah, humour. Yeah. Yeah, um, so there we are. We've got an image of the Champions League trophy. Which he's very much entitled to do on the other arm. A little tour there of the. I and mean, we just wondered sometimes the tats take a bit of explaining that you might see someone, or you've got someone yourself, people say, What does that mean? Yeah. Or you see them, you think, What does that mean? Talk us through it. And there could be all sorts of spurious reasons why people have, have done that. So uh, do let us know this afternoon. Uh, the halfway there is an absolute corker. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty-nine tweet to T S H and J. And I wonder if that's happened before. Mm. If you've got I mean, it's a Christian Pulisic shirt signed by Jorginho. It'd be great to see that <laughs> pop think it's up worth on quite eBay. A bit myself. Because <laughs> well, yeah, it's quite quirky, yeah. isn't it? Well, it is. And I wonder if that's happened to anybody else. If you've kind of thrust something in front of a player and then found out it was actually destined for somebody else. Uh, let us know this afternoon. Um, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet to TSH&J.
4: Now, uh, I always love it when a story, I mean, it's not a serious story, this, is about wildfires in Portugal, which yeah. are obviously a problem with this intense heat yeah. that's going terrible. on in Europe. But <laughs> I love the way that the terrorists they have to bring in, Sort of foot, football re- references oh, okay. so it's uh, luxury villas uh, are under threat including those owned by John Terry and Stephen Gerrard okay? a former owner a Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich has got a house there and Bournemouth are training in Quinta de Larga so four football references in yeah. a short piece about it. what about other people like famous other people that are there well, Other foot- sportsmen. footballers
3: is quite nice. Uh, yeah. I
4: think it's a nice reference point, and it
3: is about fault. Imagine you're the Southampton players training in forty degrees, but the Tottenham players under Conte and his mm. coaches should be pleased they're not in Portugal at the moment training.
4: The only tr- the only trouble is with a lot of papers made a thing about Conte and that training, but that's one of Conte's weak points that eventually wears the players out. Yeah, which he does. You know, after two seasons, they've, all, they've had a lot of success. You know, what footballers are like they think. I've had enough of I this. don't want to do all this running. <laughs> it's too much of hard work. Let's, let's get him out. Let's get him but out. We'll have, have a lovely run. time in the meanwhile. Yeah, I'm so sure. That's, well, that's,
1: that's that's let's thing. hope so. Yeah, yeah, things are looking up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: We were telling you earlier on that a journalist was taking on the many tattoos of Ben Chilwell on a tour of his arms and legs. Yeah, and other associated body parts. And uh, one of them <laughs> says, uh, halfway there, uh, because you never know where, where you are, where you want to be. It doesn't say wall living on a prayer further up his arm but uh, he said also it's halfway up my arm so he's got a sense of humour yeah, yeah, about right. it sometimes the, the uh, tattoos do need explaining and you've been telling us about a few of those today I've got Bethany Lauren tattooed on my arm says Gaz from Gravesend and all these people say oh is that your child yeah. when in fact no it's the first articulated lorry I drove after passing my test for Eddie Stobart because what, they're it? all named. Oh right! All the, have you not. Have you not watching no, the documentary. No, I know. That. I yes, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. So there we are. So he had that tattooed on his arm. Oh um, no, no, no! That's no. the first one. Oh okay, you were. Oh okay, you're watching the well, first game back. Okay, <laughs>
4: you nearly said there's been a wicket. I didn't know. Thankful. Just thankfully, point, I was just pointing at it in a sort of stupid way.
3: Yes. Um, also, um, what else have we got here? My name is Jordan. I'm a Chelsea fan. When I was a mascot for Chelsea, I took a John Terry England shirt for JT to mm. sign, which he did. But then uh, Jose Mourinho also signed it without uh, me actually saying a word. The shirt is framed and on my wall, but I'm still undecided whether the Jose signature makes it better or worse. I think it probably better, improves of course it. it, it? I'm still a legend at
4: the club. Absolutely, legend. Whatever
3: went on afterwards. He
4: only won the title three times for the club. Yes. <laughs> seriously.
3: And <laughs> another one of these. This is off the back of the Chelsea fan who wanted Christian Pulisic to sign some shirts for him. And Jorginho came over thinking they were just shirts to be signed and signed the Pudsey shirts. And the person in question got quite, well, shirty about it. Not very, very good, happy yeah. at all. Mm. Um, I have a Lee Trundle Wrexham shirt from a charity match, but it's signed by Glenn Little, who took Trundle's place as he didn't show up, no. says Nigel, uh, the Wrexham fan. Okay, we'll keep those coming. Shirts signed by other people. Uh, Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSH&J. And uh, those tattoos that need a little bit of explanation,
1: you can keep those coming as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: Yes, Clips of the Month for June. Uh, We're going to bring you those now. You can vote for them via Twitter, at TSH&J, and we'll play the winner just before Three o'clock, we'll have a couple of semi-finals and a final over on Twitter and say we'll play the winner a bit later on. But let's play the contenders first. We'll kick off with Alan Brazil, who had a history quiz for TalkSport's very own Mary Beard. That was Ray Parler. Can
4: you tell me Italy's most famous Roman emperor who became a dictator of Rome from 49 BC until his assassination in 44 BC? Who was he? Uh, I need an answer.
3: Caesar. First name? Julius.
5: Julian. julian caesar
3: my name's julian caesar this is my friend sandy ask your granddad <laughs>
4: great great granddad I'd say. this is Andy goldstein and jason cundy playing their alphabet game on drive who they went looking for smut and found it
0: my name's richard right. my son's Alfie. Right, well, let's get rid of richard but we need alfie to speak to us
4: Hold on, but how you, uh,
0: rich can do too he can be dick as well <laughs> want, oh, we've got d
4: we, oh dick has gone is that a do, do you so,
0: want to so be dick Um, No, if you've had Dick tonight, then that's fine.
4: They
3: went looking for Smart and they found it. Uh, This was a Swedish movie actor who joined us on our show back in early June. He was playing Zlatan in the movie, wasn't he? We can speak to the man who plays uh, older Zlatan. uh, Granite Rashidi joins us. Granite, good afternoon. Hello.
4: Wow, he's <laughs> got to get the next Star Wars, isn't he? Definitely he, got to get the next Star one Wars. One of Star Wars' finest interviews. Yes, <laughs> with the new Elvis movie out uh, in June, there was a lot of talk about the King on the Breakfast Show. Even the listeners were asked to pay tribute. If you can think you can you better a better Elvis Presley impression than Ali, we want to hear from you. Because Carlton, the Manchester United fan, he wants a wee go. Carlton, don't be nervous. Have a go, Carlton. See you Come going,
0: Carlton. on. <clears throat>
4: Hello. Not a great Elvis. It wasn't great. <laughs> uh, hello. Yeah, but
3: Elvis Presley. Hello. Yeah, not brilliant. And, and it was lovely to hear Rupert Bell give his own personal reminiscences about Elvis. Rupert Bell joins us now for more on Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rupert, good morning. How are you, Rupert? Good. good morning. My I can't sing, but I remember being in a cattle truck heading down from Scotland uh, when I heard the news that Elvis died Yeah. Uh, on, on the M6. I thought it was on the toilet in Memphis. I, so it was, I, nev- really. I never knew that. What about that?
4: What's the, I've seen the film, it wasn't. Yeah, in the... tell
3: you, it wasn't on the M6. That I means it was at like a service station somewhere. And uh, that's not
4: the way you want to go. And anyway, and finally, Andy. And finally, let's get the news headlines with Nick Ellaby. Good morning. Coming up, next week's rail strikes will go ahead and Rory McElroy couldn't be happier.
3: I no know need for that, Rory. Got a Just because he's in Florida most of the time. <laughs> anyway, did you like Julian Caesar? Was it a bit of smart? Uh, from Andy Jason and the caller was it the Swedish movie actor who should be in Star Wars was it uh, the Elvis impersonator hello uh, was it uh, Elvis dying on the M6 according to Rupert <laughs> Bell or was it uh, Rory McIlroy loving the rail strikes go to um, go to at TSH and J TSH that's our Twitter feed is uh, get into the two semi-finals. Vote for your favourites. As we said, we'll bring you the favourite at the end of the show.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: We did talk Andy earlier on, didn't we? Beach cricket. Uh, this is the ship in up in Fife, and they play on the beach. I don't play beach cricket, but they mm. they play. It's a long story, but it's proper cricket. Uh, they just happen to have a pitch on the beach, and we thought, think of some of the players that could turn out to, for them. And you've responded to that. With Derek Shingle. Of course, uh, Steve Reynolds, <laughs> he'd be turning out. Very good. Quinton de Cockles, says um, uh, Slobber. Very good. Um, we had quite a lot of Jeffrey Boycott, obviously. Yes, expelled spelled B-U-O-Y. Uh, from Big Neil, Sam Current, Sean in uh, Salford, gave us. Alan Clam, uh, just good some in. of the ones you're coming up with. Keep <laughs> coming. Did you watch a bit of the, foot- watching the football last night? A bit of a worldie by... Um, Holland, uh, the winner, 3 No, 3-2. I, didn't, I didn't
4: see the game last night. No, yeah, it was, was a good out, game. It was uh, a uh,
3: decent yeah. match. Portugal 2-0 down, came back yeah. to 2-all, um, but we're three, beaten 3-2. It was a good game.
4: Yeah, it's been good. I mean, mm. I am fascinated with this. I mean, it's amazing... I put up a photo of uh, me at the game on Tuesday night and one blake which, which game did you go to any? Uh, Dem- uh, Spain against Germany it was a good oh, okay. game yeah, it was yeah. great the atmosphere was terrific this blake says, saying to me oh yeah you know I think most of the teams in this tournament could be beaten by any half decent Sunday league men's team you think why are you comparing it? What well, What is it? Why do some yeah. men feel threatened by women's football? I don't have no idea. I you, mean, put, I can understand you put him right, didn't you? Like, I did put him right. <laughs> and then I got censured by Twitter, uh, oh. Instagram. Oh, wait, you've been right. censured by Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. Well, in right. the end, I was demanding an apology, which I didn't get. So I then basically sent him packing. Oh, OK. And there we go. Fair um, you see a TV company are planning a, a, a game show based on Squid Games, the Korean yeah, programme. Without the same level of jeopardy, I take it. I know, it. there's no point. There's no one bother.
3: Yeah, <laughs> do you think it's, not the, same without no, it's the jeopardy? not the same without the jeopardy? If someone sort of falls off uh, a kind of glass uh, platform into a net for you, Andy, that loses all no, its magic. No point, it? Is there? If the doll turns around, it's firing blanks. It's just for you, it loses. Yeah, I feel okay. That, yeah, well, yeah, you're a hard man yeah. to please. I think it's fair. Kula Bali, you're mm. signing, of course. So we've been yes, talking about him. Mm-hmm. Do you see who he could have uh, signed for in 2015? Who? Norwich. Oh, yeah, they had him pictured him in a
4: Norwich shirt. And yeah.
3: Son. <laughs> 6.9 million, 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd had, he, he had a first tough year in Syria, A, and uh, Norwich made a bid, and it,
4: they came pretty close to yeah. getting their man. didn't quite happen for him. It's true. They've been, Chelsea have been linked with Koulibaly for a long time. A lot of clubs have. It, certain clubs are difficult. Napoli are difficult to deal with. Leon are difficult to deal with. Yeah, yeah, Olas, clubs that's in, why the chairman... Certain here. clubs in Europe are just really tricky to deal with mm. to get a player out of them. So they've done... Done all right there to do that. It's good. Um, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs, here on TalkSport. We've got a birthday spread. And what the, what's
3: the quality of the gags like today, Andy? Pretty good? One out of ten. Oh, <laughs> blimey. Okay, that bodes well. Sounds like you're marking the England batsman. Uh, Charlie Baker will be uh, taking me on today. Max, just and he just needed to have a lie down after last week's <laughs> defeat. Funny. But, uh, yeah, Charlie will be joining us for the birthday spread. You can play along at home. Don't forget, at and J. just comment
1: under your favourite clip of the month. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Geoffrey Boycott has just released a really interesting
3: new book. It's called Being Geoffrey Boycott, a first and Mm. second-hand account of my 108 caps. He's looking back over his test career, all the tests that he played in uh, for England. And uh, John Hotton, uh, seasoned author, cricket fan and journalist and author, has has worked on the book with him to kind of put many of Geoffrey's stories and reminiscences into context. And it works incredibly well. It's good. I'm very pleased to say he joins us now. Jeff, good afternoon.
5: Hello, long time. Yes, it's Ooh. been a while. I think it
3: was just before, last time we spoke, you were just about, you had the auction, didn't you? Um, of yeah, that of went pretty memory.
5: good. I was surprised.
3: Yeah. And some of the things you've kept back, I see some. there's some fantastic at the back of the book mm. uh, documents that you have, old letters, even an old school report, which is fantastic, and uh, say unsurprisingly you're good at cricket, but we exceptionally
4: good, I think you're fine.
3: exceptionally good. but you at domestic sciences, Jeffrey, were you were you still a damn hand in the kitchen or not? Yeah.
5: I'm
4: hopeless. (laughs) (laughs)
5: I'm hopeless. I tell them all. I says, I'm a good chef. Really, what do you cook? I said, steak and kidney pie, quiches, all sorts of things. (laughs) Really? I said, yeah, that Marks and Spencer's is brilliant.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What is noticeable, though, from the letters, is how feudal cricket was, how it was just run by posh blokes. They had almost contempt. We know from hearing Fred's... Fred Truman, yeah. Fred Truman, how he felt about these people, but you can see it in those letters
5: Well, I had this, only at the last minute actually the, you do the writing, we'll get to that and everything and then the you know the publisher rings up, look we'd better look for a few photographs, I said, look we've had quite a few books by me, there's hardly any new photographs left, and if you have to buy photographs, it costs a fortune from Getty Images, they've got nearly all of them so, I said what about these? And I sent a few things I got, like <laughs> we played a death match in England and Donald Carr sent me a letter, the secretary of the TCCB, as it was then, and uh, I'd had a couple of drinks and he wanted ten shillings and sixpence or something from me, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, did. And, and then I thought, what the hell's going on? So I rang up Raven dealing with. He said, oh, no, he said, I've had arguments with him. He sent me a bill for 11 and something. <laughs> He said, I got fed up arguing with him, just pay it. I mean, that's how small and petty it was. And I, I do understand to a degree, but it is ridiculous. I mean, you, you couldn't order a drink with your dinner. You just got, you could have the table d'hote dinner at the hotel, but the, 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 anything you had. I mean, look, I didn't drink. I've never drunk a pint of beer in my life. I like a glass of wine now, that's all. But then, I don't think I drank that, but I'd be a lemonade or something. And it was balmy, really.
3: Yeah, Mr. Carr, you can see the letter, Mm. he said, the chairman did not, in fact, give any permission for drinks uh, with the meals (laughs) to be charged to the board. So, therefore, I must uh, ask you, would you send me 11 shillings and sixpence? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Imagine them (laughs) doing that now.
5: When I got that, I just laughed. I went, is he he real? Yeah. (laughs) The the
3: the book uh, it's it's the highs and lows, Jeffrey. I mean, you, you 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 kind of go go to some places that you'd probably rather forget in some ways. But it seems. Yeah. Uh, did you have to do a lot of research for this personally, or did it all just come back to you?
5: Well, really, uh, look, we've all had lockdown, haven't we? And mm. I was stuck in South Africa, a very nice place, huh? We built a house there about 16 years ago. On a, We never had any money when we played. I got a bit since I finished commentating, writing, doing books, what have you. So when I got some money, we bought a plot of land, built it on a Jack Nicholas golf course, nice for the winter. And I'm stuck there. I can't get out, locked down, planes have stopped running, you know. South Africa was in a bit of turmoil with the, uh, the virus. And... Uh, It was my wife, Rachel. I said, listen, why don't you just sit down? You can't just watch television all day. (laughs) You can't, can you? Just sit down and, and write a few things about incidents, stories that happen. And you think, well, oh, Christ, there ain't that many. And then when you start, and I've got a good memory about things that happen, it's not really just the matches and how many runs somebody made. It's about the things that happened around him, the stories, the incidents. You know, like Bob Barber, he, the greatest thing is he ever played in his life at Sydney when we won in '65. He made a hundred and about sixty by by lunch, by tea rather. I'm, the, I'm out, we've made 235. I'm out for 80 odd, and he's got the rest. He's played out of this world. That morning, he got up early, went to the airport, picked up his dad. Brought him back. He had a seat for him. No, he didn't want to sit in the seat. He wanted to go on the famous hill where the barrackers are and watch. And you couldn't make it up because he sees the greatest thing his son ever plays in his life. It was unbelievable. Wow. Okay. Unbelievable. I'm at the other end. Uh, superb. Unbelievable. The incidents like that, like Donald Carr. When I first went to South Africa, I'm just a young kid from the coal mines. Aren't? My father was a coal miner. I lived in a terrace house, like Coronation Street. Oh, we had no money, but it was good. You no, know, good parents, you know, we had food, we had clothes, we loved and everything, so I have no regrets. But I've never been out of the country, so I've got I've got on this VC-10. Hmm. You can remember the VC-10 when he came out for British Airways to Rhodesia. Where the hell's that? And when we got off the plane, I've never been on a plane, it's as hot as hell, it's wonderful. You get there, but on the plane, you are given these cards, which I know as your embarkation card. Well, I didn't know about that, and you fill them in. Donald Carr was assistant secretary then at the TCCB and became secretary. And he picked up the cards after he filled them in, and he, uh, then he came back a few minutes later. He said, Geoffrey, um, you fill in your card, and I said, yes, manager. He said, occupation, you've put making runs. (laughs) I said, well, yes, manager, that's what I've done. What do you do? you are feeling? I says, uh, I just wait until I bat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Well, up here, really. Um, just
5: laughing went yeah. up, but that's how sort of gauche I was. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. What of
3: the current mm. way that England are playing their
5: test? And, that, and I like it. I love it. You know, why not? It's, it's exciting, but use a bit of common sense sometimes. Mm. You're not good and whack the new ball all over the park. Look at the top three, they're struggling. They make a few runs here and there, but you are not going to hit the best bowlers in the world in Test Cricket on the opposition with a new ball in their hand. Uh, certainly first morning when the pitch might be a bit fresh. If you keep trying to smack them everywhere, there's only going to be one winner. You'll get an odd success, so they'll get a lot, where they'll get a lot more successes and you'll get a lot of failures. That, you just need to be a bit... A bit common sense, play sensible, get in. The best thing is for me of the summer, I tell you now, has been Johnny Bestos at Trent Bridge. Everybody remembers how we played after tea, but look how we played before tea. Mm. He came in, he played sensibly, he was in straight after lunch. Somebody got out, he was in. Throughout the afternoon, he got 43 not out by tea, playing normal. Sensible cricket, he's always positive anyway. He's always been like that since he was a kid. Well, Rachel and I have helped bring him up since his father died, who was a big friend of mine. He's always had power. He's always had great timing. He's always there. He had the instinct to be positive, but he played proper cricket. Didn't try and slog it anywhere. Then after tea, that's when he is in. He's got used to the pitch, the bowling. The ball is all he absolutely crucified them. That's, that's proper positive attacking batting. If you're going to attack first ball every time, like Ben Stokes did, Ben Stokes is a lovely player, beautiful cricketer, but if running down the pitch, trying to hit it from ball one, he slogged it up in the air for about 20, didn't he? Twice he's done it. That's a waste of talent. Better than that. You won't win like that, Jeffrey. We some common sense. We're
3: out of time, unfortunately, <laughs> but there's so much more we could have talked about the book. The book's it's a great read. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating good. stuff. So uh, it's lovely to talk to you again. We wish you well with it. Thanks for joining. Yeah, I've us.
5: missed you. Yeah, yeah I want <laughs> to work with Docs, sport. You did. I love you.
3: Talking of which, Bob Bubka sends his love. He's, he remembers doing the golf with you a couple of times. Is he and still around? He is. He's, oh, yeah. he's at St Andrews Force. So we we'll have to try and get you together. It was
5: brilliant yeah. when your boss, Kelvin, at the time, owned the station. Mm. He sent me from the Lord's Test, I think it was Frankfurt or something, for a golf tournament. I said, I'm at the Mecca of cricket, too, in England. Mm. Why the hell am I going to the, to the golf? I'm a cricketer. I had to go. He said, Tiger Woods has played, and of course he won. And Bob Bubka was with Top Sport, mm. sat me down, and he was brilliant with me. I mean, no good asking me the technical things of golf. Yes, I do play, and I play decent, but I'm not a golfer. I'm a cricketer. And he was brilliant with me, that yeah. man. Absolutely fantastic.
3: he will be delighted to hear that. He wanted to uh, send Lovely. his regards. So cheers, Jeffrey. I loved him. All the best.
5: Ta-da. The Hawksby
3: and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, loads of live sport this afternoon we'll keep you in touch with, and we have some live sport of our own now. It is that time. It's the birthday spread. Um, Andy has uh, collated 10 birthdays mm. from uh, this week. This week, yeah. And he's got uh, a joke. I, I don't know if it's guilt
4: edge from what he said. He's got at least oh, yeah. one attached, attached to each. To each uh, one of them. Not bad, the sort of diminishing returns. You'll notice the quality decreases as the competition (laughs) goes on.
3: Fair enough. Um, And it's the job of myself and uh, Charlie Baker taking me on today. He has to try and uh, guess the ages, as I do, of these people. And a margin of error will build in the years we get wrong. And it's the one with the shortest margin of error. What is the winner Mm. of uh, the birthday spread? Um, Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Afternoon, Andy. Uh, you've been spending uh, this afternoon at your daughter's concert. A little concert, their little. Uh, they do proper graduations
2: now and stuff yeah. from primary school. So yeah. they had little, they had little mortarboards on, threw them all in the air. Oh, really? She's. Yeah, yeah, she's oh, now she's, amazing. she's six. She's now down at Yates Wine Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Very good yeah, on yeah. on the blue drinks.
3: Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah, on the absolutely. on the on the blue drinks. <laughs> um, so, uh, was it good? Some good some good acts. Very
2: good. It was. Um, this is me from um, Greatest Showman.
4: Oh yeah, oh yeah, they,
2: That they sang, which was lovely. Lovely message, isn't it? You know, yeah. sending out these kids into year two year three sorry going up into year three from year two we know it's tough don't we so
3: we were saying yesterday, Charlie, that in, when they have the school sports, the mum and dads are a, you know, have a race, don't they? So if it's Enormous. a school yes. concert, can't the mum and dads get up and do a turn? <laughs> oh,
4: yeah, that'd be good for Can't stop the, the beat. That would he's be great. A, he's a ringer. Yeah.
3: He's a ringer. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: always remember that. Like Rio, Rio Ferdinand always used to show off about winning the school sports day race. You're a
3: professional, mate. You're a professional. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. That must happen a lot, I would think. Yeah, uh, I Jeff Peters tries to keep score of all of this. Good afternoon, Jeff.
0: Uh, good afternoon to you all. Oh. Um, I thought it was going Ooh. to be Max on today. Oh, right. No. So, uh, and Sorry, it, it Sorry Jeff. 26-7. 20, tw- um, so I hadn't... Um, oh, hang on. Got the score. of 23-13. I've just found it. I've oh, just no, done really it. Good, out. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, you're you're clearly
3: not in the nerve centre today, no, Jeff, are you? Yeah.
0: Mexico, is he? Mexico? No, I'm, 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 I'm somewhere where there's a heat wave. Oh, OK. Well, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. narrow it down Lester. very much, does it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Leicester. So, um, on,
3: last time we played, Charlie, did you win or yeah. did I win?
0: I can't remember. I cannot remember. Uh, no, Paul, Jeff keeps- yeah, the one 19th of May yeah. is the last one mm. I found. Um, and Paul won it to go 23-13 in front.
3: Who
4: needs Andy Zaltzman?
3: So I'll get... (laughs) So that means I'll kick us off then. Um, So I'll go first. Uh, Just to let you know that the final Eclipse of the Month, thanks for everybody for muddling through. We had problems, as Twitter are at the moment. Rupert uh, marking Elvis' passing on the M6 and um, Ray Parler giving us Julian Caesar oh, that's what his favourite those my two
4: favourites
3: <laughs> Julian Caesar and Elvis passing around the M6 marvellous that's it? your final go along and do your worst you have to be in the same format really go to the final and just um, tell us the one you prefer in the comments and we'll bring you the winner later on here's Pele mm. here he is okay Andy
4: first right. birthday the first birthday this week is the famous famous is he famous <laughs> she's <laughs> quite famous oh yeah but I don't know why I said that is it that. a woman <laughs> yeah, it's a woman oh okay even that uh, yeah. actress from Charlie's Angels Cheryl Ladd Cheryl Ladd Cheryl-, Cheryl Ladd and, and really. her family took part in my engine stripping tutorials that I run now I had to get my bits out for the lads drill bit drill bit of course oh. drill bit oh. yeah. a high level star yeah <laughs> I, star. I thought you were going to go down
3: worry. the rug be league room with poor, poor lad. we might be Will doing I, that? That's next year. I'll next put that year, down. Okay, making yeah. note. Alan, lad. Alan, lad. Any relation with she? Any doesn't matter. No, really? yeah, not that might kind. Not that kind of lad. <laughs> no, that's she t- wasn't. TV series.
2: <laughs> but, okay.
3: What's <laughs> the Cheryl, lad? She's got to be about <laughs> sixty-two. Sixty-two. I'm going for Charlie.
2: Older than that, I reckon, Paul. Oh, yeah, you Older could well that. be right. I've made a
3: bad. Start I'm going to say seventy.
4: Seventy. Seventy-one. Wow! Charlie yeah, yeah. Charlie's Angels. It's very
3: poor yeah. start by me. What's that down the scores, Jeff?
0: Uh, Paul nine,
3: Charlie one. Wow, that's terrible. Oh, Got some catching up to do already.
4: Okay, okay. okay. Charlie yeah. goes off next. We alternate. It's Professor Sir Drummond Bone, <laughs> the Byron- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what's what sort of there? music does he like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, no, nothing to do with that. Okay. I used to rent a room from him. And the trouble was, it was subterranean with no natural light. Eventually, I move because i got fed up with the drummond basement oh, <laughs> oh nice wow. yeah very nice Drummond
3: bone is great isn't it really <laughs> Drummond bone what does he
4: do andy oh is he a was p- the professor uh, yeah he's so the master at to balliol college oxford but he was the a byron scholar oh okay so yes, i don't know what that is oh that no was... i do know what that is Some yeah but <laughs> in byron it was, it's studied byron it, yeah <laughs> He, he really like hamburgers. Knows <laughs> 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 an awful lot about
2: hamburgers. He was taught by Byron. He must be really old. Um, yeah. I'm going to say uh, uh, 85.
3: Yeah, that's a good guess. 90. <sighs> 75 only. Ooh, Ooh, 75 we'll only. We'll have it. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah. What's that done to the scores, uh, Jeff?
0: Uh, yeah, it's calculator time. Um, Paul, 15 out onto 24. Charlie, mm. 10 out onto 11. Uh, already a gap
4: opening up. Yes. I'll I go first then for the next yes, one. Yes, it's the uh, rock singer Courtney Love. Courtney oh, mm, Love. Yeah. And I was grateful to her for refereeing a white-collar boxing match I was involved in. My opponent kept clinching, holding and butting, but I told him he was wasting his time as Love. Love will tear us apart again.
0: <laughs> good, what about that? <laughs> Come on, One for the
4: that. Joy Division yeah, fans. Really there. One for the,
3: yeah.
4: That's nice. A court- the
0: winner,
3: yeah. Courtney Love. Yeah, very good. Um, I'd say Courtney Love is fifty-eight. 15, love. 50, 50, 50, fifty-eight. <laughs> what do you think? Um,
2: he, uh, ooh, she's nearly sixty. Was she older than Kurt Cobain, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
4: sixty-one. Uh, Paul, spot on. She's fifty-eight. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. A direct hit. So I'm clawing a couple back there, Jeff.
0: Yeah, you have indeed. You stay on 24. Paul, Charlie, three out. He's on to 14. Ten Ooh, minutes Ten minutes
4: after three. It, after three. Okay. So here we go then, Charlie, your first off. Yes, Charlie, it's the singer and actor Jason Orange. Jason Ooh. Orange. I always yes. meet up with him at the bridge after 45 minutes. Nothing more refreshing than a half-time Orange. Half-time <laughs> Orange, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway, well, think very carefully, lads.
0: Jason Orange, concentrate. Yeah.
4: Hey. Very generous. <laughs> in Je- the world. Very cordial of you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. oh, keep going. Yep. Very
2: generous uh, of you calling him an actor as well, Andy. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's uh, he uh, been yes. in? I've no
4: idea, but that's what the paper described at the time. Have it's, you
3: seen uh, Jason
2: Orange's Hamlet?
4: Uh, I haven't seen it. I mean,
0: <laughs> not yet, anyway.
3: <laughs> He's got a
0: lot of appeal. Uh, cool. uh, Jeff. Oh, goodness Jeff.
2: me. Stop taking the pith. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. That's <laughs> it. We'll leave <laughs> That's it there. It. We've done it now. Uh, um,
1: what
3: do you e- think? E- e- 49. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably about that. That's a good guess. 50. Mm. It's a big one for Jason, I'm saying. 52. Oh, okay. Maybe Ooh. not. So, what's that done the scores, Jeff?
0: Chipping oh, away. Still making... Yeah, Paul still making inroads. Two out onto 26, Charlie three out onto 17, nine in it. OK, we're okay. going to time
4: after this. Yeah. I'll kick us off. Here uh, we go, uh, Last birthday, going half halftime, it's the singer Suzanne Vega. Suzanne Vega. Mm-hmm. And she came to stay on our farm and insisted on winding up our herd of sheep. There was only one way to stop her. I got the largest male to jump on her. I set the Ramon Vega. <laughs> That's very These good. Are good. Andy. That's very good, oh, Andy. Since I've been away, <laughs> like the that.
2: standards really improved.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, do yeah. wait to the second oh, half. He listens. Like, yeah, as he yeah. said, diminish him. He <laughs> listens, old Ramon. He probably liked it. Who better? He's had, he's oh,
1: had the right. Is in today. Suzanne Vega. Yeah.
3: Suzanne Vega. Yeah, I'd say she is 56. Seven Pines What do you think, Charlie? I think she's older than that. Okay.
2: I was I just thought of a, a joke, but I realised as I was about to say it, I can't say it on air. So that's <laughs> yeah. good, isn't it? Um sixty-five.
4: Sixty-three. Is she real? Yes. Yeah.
3: I didn't know she was that old. Pretty good.
2: Oh no, no, you didn't, that's the game.
3: No, I suppose it is. That's really, the game. Yeah. My name is Luca. <laughs> I live on the second
4: floor. <laughs> Who's on the second
3: I can't get on the second floor anymore. Song's
4: this it's also Tom's dinner. Oh no, Tom's diner.
3: I was queuing for my pension when a man sat up beside me. Anyway, it's only 63. She's not even that old, poor woman. Sorry, Susanna, if you're listening, I must say. She's big <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, What's that done to the scores then, uh, Jeff?
0: Uh, right. Paul six out onto yeah. 32. Yeah. Charlie two out onto 19. There is a 13 <laughs> gap at the halfway oh. stage. And Marlene is on the wall.
1: Marlene is on the wall.
0: Anyway, uh, back for the second <laughs>
1: half, surely delicately poised. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast.
3: We are midway through the birthday spread at half time. The score <clears> is 32 <throat> for me, 19 for Charlie. Charlie is therefore in the lead with the Smallest Mm. margin of error at this stage. Apelle has rejoined us. Jeff Peters is keeping score from somewhere exotic. We know not where. He's keeping it quiet. He's (laughs) offshore tax (laughs) haven. So, uh, Charlie. Um, you yes. kick us off for this one, Andy, take it away. Okay,
4: uh, very happy birthday to the inventor of the Rubik's Cube, Erno Rubik. Wow. wow, Erno Rubik. He was our guide when we took a trip to Havana. It was so exciting to experience the country through his eyes. Yes, it was great to see Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I ITV are going to commission that, aren't they? Yes. Um,
3: <laughs> definitely. Free <laughs> holiday for really Erno down. Rubik. Yeah. Lovely, Here I am yeah. in Havana.
2: Mm. Uh, what, what do you think? Charlie. Rubik's Cube Inventor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: 82. Do you know what? I was going to say 82. That's really weird. Oh. I won't. That would be daft. I'll go 84. <laughs> 78. Oh, oh dear. Ooh. Wrong way. Okay. Hey, So, wrong way. Regals. What's what's that done to the scores, Jeff?
0: Paul, you're six out. Move on to 38. Charlie, four out. On to 23. So, Charlie leads by 15 with four to go. Yeah
4: not been able to get close, yeah. Anyway. Okay, it's uh, happy birthday to the plant taxonomist and scientific director of the Eden Project. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From 1999 to 2013, Professor Sir Gillian Prance. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bonnie Tyler and I were staying at his house in oh, New yeah. Oh, were you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we tried the maze in his garden yeah couldn't escape, yes. What happened? We, we were lost in Prance. Lost in Prance. Uh,
3: Love um I'd say 2013
0: Francis love that yeah, he would
3: have lost him pra he would have done definitely yeah um 79 Strictly um, Strictly that's it yeah 79 79
2: what do you think Charlie just gonna tap it around at the back a little bit oh. 80. oh okay
3: he's <laughs> 85 wow it's oh. good tapping so um mm. what's the score Jeff?
0: Uh, it's forty-four to Paul, twenty-eight to Charlie, so Charlie extends his lead by one, to sixteen. Okay,
4: okay. It's, we, uh, we need a nice volatile one. Now. Well, this could be mm. the, it's the actor Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree, oh, yeah. Dicky Roundtree, yeah. Dicky yeah, Roundtree. Roundtree. Yes, you Nobody know
3: a... calls him Dickie Roundtree. But
4: <laughs> they do. We were on a pub crawl together. No oh, one called yeah. him Dicky when <laughs> yeah. uh, Dicky decided he was going to fight some of the lads in the pub. He took off his raincoat and handed it to me. So while he said about the locals, I held Roundtree's Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> lovely Stupid. he was a Shaft
3: wasn't he Richard Roundtree he was yeah I imagine it be, there was me Dickie Roundtree <laughs> <laughs> making Shaft <laughs> I mean I no one funny. calls him Dickie Roundtree do <laughs> no, they? No. It becomes a completely different person when you say that oh Actually, um, I, uh,
2: uh, during uh, Tony, I wore one of my I wore my Sir Johnny Weaver t-shirt. Oh, did you? Uh, and and uh, Peter Dixon, the X Factor voiceover yeah. man, came to see the show, and he went, "Who's Sir Johnny Weaver?" And
3: I'm like, <laughs> Sir Johnny Weaver, <laughs> Weaver.
2: Yeah. I, and I, I'm desperate. I didn't record him doing it. That would have been great radio.
3: That would have been good, yeah.
2: Instead, you got me doing that. <laughs> That's good,
4: really.
3: <laughs> yes. So uh, eighty-one. Eighty-one. He probably is, isn't he? Who is the man who has celebrated his birthday? I'd say <laughs>
4: 85, 80. Oh. oh, it's going well wow. for Charlie. Charlie's today. just
3: he's just it's just he's nibbling away mm. the whole game ones and twos here and there. Yeah. What's that done to the scores, Jeff?
0: Yeah, outstanding work from Charlie so far. Paul, five out onto 49. Charlie, just one out, moves on to 29. 20 in it, two to go. Right,
3: that makes it very difficult. difficult. Charlie,
4: will have, uh, well, two to go, sorry. Yes, okay. I'm next up. Andy. Okay, it's the journalist, Gillian Tett. T E T T. Gillian Tet. Gillian Tett, the journalist. And she once rang up Ian Conley's show on talk radio and refused to let Ian get in the word edgeways. Tet, 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 Tet you Tet. Yes, you, must you, you, you're going to know your old clips really for that one to work. <laughs> if you don't, it'll be
3: lost
2: on you. Well, that's fine. nothing, nothing for me though. No,
3: Je, yeah, Jillian yeah, Tet, Tett, you could 70, do some S house here, can you? Seventy four. Oh yeah. Yeah that's, <laughs> right. yeah, that's about right. That's about right. That's not a massive surprise. Right, straight out of the Rushdon playbook. <laughs>
4: Gillian is only fifty five. Oh sorry, 30. Gillian, oh. if you're listening. Yeah. She Taught she by the be. best.
3: Yeah. Taught by the best though. Um, so what's what's that done to the scores, Jeff?
0: Uh, 49 plus 18 is 67 mm. and uh, 29 plus 19 is yeah. 48 yeah. so there is is ni- <laughs> nine. sorry good to see your workings
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. out isn't it it's always important you <laughs> want to get a good mark to see your workings out 67 uh, so 48 is, yeah
0: yeah so there's 19 in it with one right, 19
3: charlie's got charlie's got to go first and i'd love it mm. let's see what happens there <laughs> yes. charlie
4: it's uh, Ben Burt, the filmmaker, Ben Burt. Oh, yeah. Do you know the films of Ben Burt, Charlie? The man with yeah. two Christian names? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ben oh, you Burt. you do, yeah. Ben yeah. Burt. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. You might yeah. also Benny know him, Burt. Yeah, you might also know him because he helped devise one of the great free kicks in football history when he flicked the ball up and his Coventry teammate volleyed it in. You must remember Burt and Ernie yeah. Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Again,
3: Burt and Ernie Hunt.
4: Yeah, you wow, that, they they that is off. obscure <laughs> 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 reference. They, they really did trail off. Got to be of a certain <laughs> age to know that one. Oh, such a um, famous freak I've there, no
2: surely. idea. I think Paul's going to win. I've no, no idea. You don't. I don't. Paul's going to win. Really. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he Nor is. Nor do ben I. Burt. Ben Burt. 52. 52. What? 52? Did you say? Where I'm
3: going. Okay. Um, left
2: it wide, left it wide open for Paulie.
3: Well, I'll probably have to go seventy-two or thirty-two, and I'm probably not going to go thirty-two, so I'm going to go
4: seventy-two. It was a good decision because Ben Burt is in fact seventy-four. Oh, <laughs> no, there
2: we go. You see. Charlie, incredible! It. It. You played play brilliantly knew all it. the way
3: through and then <laughs> threw it away.
2: I just, I just fall away at the end.
3: Just fall oh, away at the end. Like Andy's gags. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what, what's the final score then? Jeff.
0: Oh, Paul, Charlie's done a Max right at the desk. He so <laughs> Charlie, was, Charlie was 22 out on that last one, so mm. took him on to 70. Uh, Paul, two out, took him on to 69. So Paul wins by one. Wow. So it's now Paul 24, Charlie 13. Wow. And Paul was 26-7 uh, leading against Max. So this is Paul's 50th win. Over Max wow. and Charlie combined, 50. just raising wow, the bat, really. there. raising wow, the bat, really. lovely in well, pavilion. <laughs>
1: applause! Thank applause! You. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
3: Well, there we are. That was just a small microcosm of today's show. Oh, you really yes. needed to listen to the <laughs> full three hours to get <laughs> the effect. All again. Anyway, hope that gave you a sort of bite-sized version of it. Um, do hope you can join us uh, from one tomorrow. Uh, if not, the podcast will be available as always at around four.
1: You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.